All right, bitches, welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Been There Besties. I'm Emmy, and I'm your new big sister. This is a show where I bring you questionable advice with questionable morals on questionable topics. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but like relationships, hookups, fake friends, real friends, how to be a confident ass bitch. We're gonna talk about just about anything, besties, okay? I have a decent feeling that the quality is gonna be just absolute garbage, but I hope you stick with me because it will probably get better or maybe it won't. I guess we will see. This show is just me. Because who else do you need in life but yourself? But I do want to hear from you guys. So if you have any funny stories, any really good toxic tips, I want you to email them to me. It can be a recording. It can be written. It can be whatever the fuck you want. Email it to beentherebesties at outlook.com. And it'll feature you in a podcast, okay? So today, besties, on this super short, sweet episode where you're all going to fall in love with me and follow my podcast and wait for episodes every single week, I'm going to share with you everything I know about Tinder. I have spent so much fucking time researching and developing strategies to have like the perfect bio and really good interactions on Tinder. I just feel like I need to share that with the world. So besties, I'm going to help you make the most elite Tinder profile from the pictures to the bio to sliding into the messages to meeting up for the first date and safety precautions and all that good shit. I have it for you. You guys will be professional tinderers i don't know what that is but uh oh well before i start all of that i want to tell you guys about the worst fucking tinder experience i ever had that resulted in me getting a lawsuit but i feel like it might be worth it if it gets me a little bit of clout <laughs> i'm just kidding but i hope that you enjoy and can laugh at my pain so besties you know how there are just those types of men that like it's like proceed with caution like the finance bros the business school guys and the law students <sighs> I matched with this guy on Tinder purely out of convenience. He lived less than one kilometer away from me. He was kind of cute. He was a good pastime. It was obviously not super serious. We decided to go out for coffee. We went to Starbucks. Don't worry, he did not pay for my Starbucks. I'm an independent woman. I can pay for myself. Thank you very much. Also, he uh, was cheap as shit. So there's that. We get the Starbucks. We walk back to his apartment. I'm not going to bore you with the details. He was a very boring man. The only thing that is notable in this interaction is that he kept telling me that he came from what he called a dynasty of lawyers. As if like his father and grandfather's job was, was like fucking impressed me. He also never spoke about like the women in his family. I just feel like that was a giant red fucking flag just like flapping in the wind. Like, hello, turn around here. Like, go back. Do not proceed. But alas, I proceed. We get to the stage in which he's um, removing his undergarments. And when I tell you it was a sight, it was a fucking sight. There was trails. There was a vague smell. I had to get the fuck out. I had to evacuate, e abort mission. Y'all know what I mean. Like I had to just run. I just backed away and I looked at him. I was like, listen, like I cannot do this anymore. He started flipping out, telling me that I'm breaking a verbal contract that's right this man is trying to claim that i entered into a verbal contract by agreeing to go on a date with him i did not specifically agree to anything and regardless if i did um you can always withdraw consent just so you guys know that is very important this man he did not know that regardless i left i went back to my apartment didn't think anything more of it besides making fun of him and the situation that his unit was in to my friends a couple days later i get a knock at my apartment door this person asked like are you my name and then i said yeah that's me why they serve me with papers. This man, this man serves me with papers. Well, not the guy. The, the, he paid somebody to serve me with papers, but you know what I mean. He, I, he's suing me for breaking a verbal contract. He's fucking suing me. But you see, this was a golden opportunity for me because he had spent so much time talking about his family and his dad and his dad's job that I now had his last name so I could find his dad. 
So what did I do? You fucking know what I did. I found his dad, made an appointment with his dad, and I went to this appointment and I brought this little fucking packet of papers that he made up on like MS Paint. I don't know. It looked very unprofessional. Not that I could do better, but like, like I'm not trying to sue anybody, so I don't need to do better. And I said to his dad, I said, listen, sir, I understand that you cannot represent me in this case because it's your shit-stained son that's suing me. But I'm just, I just wanted to make you aware that he A, needs some hygiene lessons because when I tell you it was in bad shape, oh, besties, it was in bad shape. And like, I've seen some things in bad shape, like with my job and whatnot, but this was in bad shape. I just, oh, anyhow, moving along. So basically I told him he needed to buy him some new Fruit of the Looms um, for underpants and he needed to tell him how to be hygienic. And I also just wanted to inform him that his son was down bad. He was down bad because like how fucking down bad do you have to be to sue someone? Like you're resulting to suing. Like you're gonna, you wanna take me to court <laughs> because I didn't wanna put your dirty wiener anywhere near me. Like what the fuck? And his name was Chad. Like Chad fucking come at me, sue me, I dare you. <laughs> anyway of course his name was chad there should have been a red fucking flag there another turnaround sign but alas i did not listen anyhow his dad was a super nice dude like he was a delf like he was actually his dad was so hot like i wish this guy was as hot as his dad <laughs> um but anyhow nothing ever came of it i never heard anything back from the man or his dad or like anything so i have no idea what happened maybe i'm like still being sued and have no fucking idea i'll update you if, if i hear anything but this was several years ago so uh that's that <laughs> Chad, if you're out there, I really hope you are not a lawyer. That is a fucking fright. Now that I've told you all about my ass shitty experience, I really have sold the platform of Tinder, I guess. Just telling you how awful my experience uh, was that time. There's lots of great times, but those are boring. So we're going to learn how to build our bio from scratch. So pull out your pen and your notepad and whatever else you take to class because the lecture is beginning. First... I want to start with the pictures. I feel like the pictures are really important. I feel like those are the first thing that really catch people's eye. So there's a couple really important things to remember with the pictures. You need to make sure that they're high quality because nobody wants to look through some like blurry fucking Snapchat filter pictures. Like that's not enticing. It's also hard to see what you look like if the pictures are like grainy and shit. So you want some high quality pictures. Like you can edit them a little bit for like the color and stuff. I would say I wouldn't. I would say like don't edit what you actually look like because that's like they're gonna see what you look like if you meet them in person. You know what I mean? And then it's just like super awkward. So I would edit the colors to make like sure the picture nice and like bright and professional looking kind of. And please, for the love of god or whatever do not post the group photos or at least if you do if you must if you need to post a group photo or a picture of someone else blur out the other person's face there's nothing that just like sends me over the edge then when someone has a group photo and you have no fucking idea who person is that you're talking to because all they have is like group photos like buddy photos so if you are going to post a group photo which you shouldn't that would be uh, D minus grade. You should absolutely not post those. But if you absolutely must, if you're like Emmy, listen, I have absolutely no photos of myself except my eighth grade graduation and these two group photos from my brother's wedding. So besties, if that is you, I need you to upload that photo in Facetune. I need you to get out the blur tool and blur the faces of the other people. So now that I have absolutely fucking gone over what not to do, I'm gonna tell you what to do for the pictures. There's five types of pictures that you're gonna select. So your profile should have absolutely no less than five photos. The first one is gonna be an up close picture of your face so that people see what you look like. Please, for the love of whatever, 
make sure that your picture is like recent enough that you kind of look like that like please don't have different colored hair when you show up than in your picture like i have met up with so many guys that like their hair is a different color or they had a beard and then they don't have a beard if you are somebody who changes up their look a lot like put like maybe multiple options of what you could look like because it's very hard when you're trying to find someone at a restaurant that you've never met in person before i feel like you're just it's so nerve-wracking approaching random people being like is this you is this you so that's why it's very important that you look like your photos okay it's not so that someone's like disappointed or not disappointed it's so that they can fucking find you without having a panic attack and having to approach random strangers trying to figure out if it's you okay so we've got the up close picture of what you look like now so next we're going to do a full body photo and it's really good to pose by something so people can kind of gauge your height again because it's easier to find you we'll talk about this later but i don't give a fuck how tall you are how short you are or what or how medium sized you are that doesn't matter but it makes it easier for like locating you if we know roughly how tall you are now third we're going to want a picture of you doing something fun so that way people don't think you're boring it's also a very good conversation starter because maybe the person that you're talking to has done the thing that you're doing in your picture maybe they want to do the thing you're doing in your picture maybe you're doing something just so fucking absurd in your picture that they have to ask you about it either way it's good to have a picture of you doing something fun that you kind of like fourth you're gonna to want to have a picture with your pet because it's a great conversation piece also i feel like it's very important for people to like pets you don't have to have a pet you just have to at least like pets i don't know i feel like it's very important that people know about poo poo my small little dog he is the only gentleman in my life he's the only gentleman i need in my life number five i think you should have a chill picture of you by chill i mean like you just lounging a comfy t-shirt sweatpants whatever however you hang out around the house it gives people a little glimpse into who you are and also if they see you in the next morning you'll probably look like that so it's a nice little sneak peek <laughs> Anyhow, so now you have your pictures. They're good quality, they're not group photos. There's no Snapchat filters. You've got the five photos selected, it's perfect, you're gonna hit upload. You're gonna wanna make sure that your first photo is interesting, eye-catching. Usually for the first photo, I do the close-up of the face, but it's up to you guys whichever photo you think is the best. Now, we're gonna move on to the bio. The bio is less important than the photos. I always like when people have a bio, because I feel like it's just very lazy to not have one. But you also can't make it too long because who in the fuck is going to be reading through paragraphs on Tinder? Every time I see more than five or six lines, I just can't focus. The reason it always like makes me not want to read the long ones is because usually the long ones are people writing like their list of demands for their matches. <laughs> like chill the fuck out. Please don't say a list of things you don't want. That's that's weird. You can filter that out. You don't need to tell every single person who has your profile what you don't want. Like you just swipe left on them if, if they're not what you want. People who do the lists of like the shit that they don't want gives me vibes of like so narcissistic. They just think that everyone will be absolutely jumping at the opportunity to speak to them or deal with them. But it's like, no. You don't need to weed them out before they even get to you. Trust me, the demand is not that high. The bio. We're gonna keep it short, we're gonna keep it sweet, we're gonna keep it funny, it's gonna be witty, it's gonna catch people's attention. You don't have to list all your fun facts, they'll figure that out when they're talking to you, okay? You like pizza, you could put that if you want, but I mean like they're gonna figure that out when you get in the messages, right? Me personally, I like to go with a classic pro and cons list, but I've got lots of options for you guys and I'm gonna show you show you, you can't fucking see this i'm gonna tell you <laughs> some options that you can pick you can just copy that so my bio starts out with a fun little <laughs> joke um it says looks for personality sex so i'm basically a 10 although honestly like my looks i'm a fucking 10 out of 10 personality 10 out of 10 besties we're all 10 out of 10 but it's a fun little <laughs> i think then it goes on to a pro and cons list which my pros i just put loves dogs 
sometimes funny, will try almost anything, and the cons are can't see because I wear glasses, they're very thick. Like bubbles on the trailer park boys. My cons are can't see and not always funny. I also added in let's not take this too serious, just so that way my expectations I feel like are clear. I feel like that is most people's expectations on the app, but I just want to make it clear because I wouldn't want anyone to waste their time if they are not if they if they are looking for something serious. Because I am absolutely not. So some bio options for you, specifically related to like COVID and quarantine times. I a nice classic is like COVID free since the year you were born. A good one is we'll put on my nicest top and sweatpants for our first FaceTime date. Another one, if you've used your Tinder passport, which we'll talk about in a second, is traveling the world via Tinder swipes or convince me to come to your city after quarantine ends. A really good one for my fellow healthcare workers is if now isn't the best time to match with a doctor, nurse, CCA, whatever you are, then when is? I really like, I like long walks between my couch and my fridge because it's fucking true. And then my personal favorite because it's actually fucking true my hands are dry, but my personality isn't. Now I'm moving on to some bio examples for just in general, anytime, really versatile. If you'd never want to switch up your bio ever again, you could use these strategies. You could go with a nice like Craigslist, Facebook marketplace style ad for like a used car. So you could say like gently used, very few scratches, and then like per siege describe yourself. I feel like that's kind of funny. I also really like the book review style where people will put quotes like the best I've ever had, dash my ex, <laughs> or a very handsome dude, or a very beautiful lady, dash my mom. <laughs> uh, that's really funny and clever. I also like the ones where they start off with married, couple of kids, looking for some side action. <laughs> Just kidding, single, one dog, can't make a grilled cheese looking for some company. I'm sad. <laughs> Maybe don't add the I'm sad part, but I feel like those are little funny, funny little openers and people can know that you are not boring and that you can make jokes. I feel like that is very, very important. I really like this one. I've seen it a few times. A few people have used it, but like it's a classic. I'm on Tinder to make friends the same way I'm on Pornhub to see the plumber repair the sink. You could say, if you can't laugh at yourself, I probably will. Also, if your name is Chloe, you have it fucking made because I want to legally change my name. I saw someone's bio. It's a Chloe and they said the C and the L are silent. And like that made me want to legally change my name to Chloe. If your name is Chloe, please fucking use this. Also, if your name is Morgan, I need you to use the nickname Morg, but I need you to spell it like, oh my fuck, I have no idea to spell that. Hold on a second. M-O-R-G-U-E. As if like the morgue, just, I just feel like that's funny. I I need you to do it for me. I need you to send me a screenshot of it, okay? That is, it, it's just very important. Extra credit if you do that. Now I need you to talk about what not to put in your bio. For the first thing, never to fucking type on your screen ever in your life. Like if you feel that your thumbs are going to type this, I need you to just cut them off. This should absolutely never grace your screen. <clears throat> Six one, if it matters, it doesn't matter. Listen, I feel like women very rarely put their height, but like, we are all the same height laying down, okay? I don't give a fuck how tall you are. Yes, it is good to have a reference point so that again, when you're meeting up, you kind of have a height reference for when you're approaching randoms, asking if, you know, are you this person I'm meeting from Tinder? But I don't really need you to put in your bio how fucking tall you are. Also, if you are a nurse, my friends are guilty of this, please. I love you, but please stop. Do not say. So I'm cute enough to stop your heart, skilled enough to restart it. I hate that. I just feel like that is so overused. And like, maybe it works for you. I'm not as cool, but for me, I just want to run the other way. Like I want to contact Tinder customer support and tell them to take your account down because it just makes my insides crawl and I do not know why. I, I also don't want you to say that you just got in a serious relationship. Nobody gives a fuck. I'm sorry, but like I, you know what? I, I'm not that sorry. If somebody cares, 
you can say it in the message, but using your prime bio space, like again, you don't want to have any more than five to six lines. So you don't want to take up one line by saying you just got to have a serious relationship. It's not a personality trait. Your relationship ending has, has no bearing on like who you are as a person really. The only thing it does is make me not match with you. So we have the buy. That is perfect. Now we're going to discuss paying for Tinder. And by that, I mean Tinder Gold. Me personally, I am a proud subscriber to Tinder Gold. Yes, Google Play does take $19.99 out of my account every single month for this service, but I will pick up extra shifts to pay for this. I absolutely fucking love it. Actually, I, play, I pay for it with like these Google Play points. You can get them from doing surveys. I downloaded this app three years ago and I don't even know what it's called, but you do surveys once in a while and they put money on like your Google Play account if you're like me and have an Android. I'm sorry. I'm, I Yes, I admit I am inferior. <laughs> Anyhow, so basically I, I would pay for it with real money if, if I didn't have the survey point things, whatever. Tinder Gold. I feel like it is worth it, but that is only because I am a nosy bitch, okay? I, I like to know everything that's going on, so I like to see who liked me. I also like to use my Tinder passport and see what is around the world. So to me, it is worth it. If you're someone who spends a lot of time on the app or you're just fucking nosy, it's definitely worth it. I don't really think there's this thing of like, I won't talk to you if you don't have Tinder gold, but I kind of like when other people have Tinder gold that I've matched with because I know they're on the same level of have been using Tinder for far too fucking long and they just know what's up. I just really like experience. No. <laughs> but Tinder gold to me is worth it because you can see your likes, you can see your top 10, Oh, Tinder has been fucking off with my top 10 as of late. Like they've been, god damn. They have been suggesting people that I have already known and they are not a uh, top 10. Anyway, Tinder, you should uh, you should sponsor me. I feel like I, I feel like I've tried to sell a lot of people on Tinder Gold in the past. But I think it's definitely worth it having a Tinder passport, especially if after fucking COVID, if it ever ends. <laughs> like if you plan to go somewhere, you could like turn on your Tinder passport to be at that place before you actually get there. If you want to like arrange something. So now- you have your profile set up, you've got your pictures, you've got your bio, you've possibly bought Tinder Gold, or maybe you haven't. Now, there every so often they have these things come up where you can like put in your like passions or your interests or like answer these questions. I feel like that's kind of fun and I feel like you should do it when the app offers you to do it because it gives you something to talk about with other potential matches. So you're swiping, you're swiping, you're swiping. We don't want to be too liberal with the right swipes. Also, be fucking careful because if you're going from TikTok to Tinder, oh my frig. I, I accidentally super like people every single time when I switch between those two apps because I go to like, I don't like them. So I go to like scroll past because like, oh, next, like I don't care. And it super likes them. So you need to be very mindful of what app you're on. But also you should follow my TikTok because I'm desperate for attention. My username is your.big.sys.me and I, I, I love you. Please pay attention to me. Uh, anyhow, you're swiping. You're not too liberal with the right swipes. You kind of want to have an idea of what you're looking for and what you're not looking for. I'm not looking for someone who, who looks like they might like Donald Trump. Do you know what I mean? Like I live in Canada, but there's still like a weird little fan club for him over here. I don't totally fucking understand it. I also know I personally don't really fuck with the military man. It's just far too much drama for me personally. I just feel like they're very, they're a different breed and, and we just don't vibe um, on average. So I go past them. You'll get to know the type of people you like vibe with and you'll kind of be able to suss it out with who you want to swipe on, who you don't. But here's the thing you need you to remember. Don't not swipe right on somebody because you think that they're too hot. Because here's the thing, if they like you, they'll swipe on you and you'll match. And maybe they weren't paying attention, they swiped on you by accident. Oh well. They'll message you or they won't message you. It doesn't matter. Some of my friends will say, oh, I can't swipe right on him like he's too hot. What the fuck? If everybody thinks like that, the hot people will get absolutely no matches. And we just know that's not true. So you just need to swipe on every person that you like. It's not that deep. It's really not that deep. They won't know unless they have Tinder gold like me and look through their likes. But even if they do, 
Like it just doesn't matter. Another thing is me personally, I like efficiency. So now that I have Tinder Gold, I typically just go through my likes and like swipe from there because why waste your time if they haven't swiped on you? You also can go into the settings thing and make it so that someone in your contacts won't show up on your Tinder thing. I never turn that on because I personally, again, am a nosy bitch and I want to see if anybody in my real life will swipe right on me so I can like check. <laughs> Um, but if you're nervous that you might come across somebody, you have to have your phone number linked to your account. So Tinder will be able to tell if they're in your contacts or not. So you can do that as well. Also, don't get conned into paying for the boost my profile thing. I think that's stupid. Maybe if you live in a really, really big city, but I live in the absolute middle of the woods. So there's really not that many people here to choose from in the first place. So I don't really think I need to boost my profile. Eventually, I feel like you'll just get to the end of the people. You've got a few matches now. You've swiped. On the good people. And by good people, I mean people that fit you, your personality. There is no such thing as a good or bad. Like I have said, like a zillion times already, we're all tens to the right people, okay? So once you've swept on your tens, you are going to go through. People are going to be starting conversations with you. I really don't like when people slide up with the hey or the hi. I feel like it is lame and lazy. I feel like if you have a bio, they should pick something from your bio to mention in the first message. Otherwise, it's just fucking lazy and they're just probably going through saying hey to every single person. And like, what do you do with that? They say hey, you say hey. They say what's up, you say not much, you, they say not much. That's boring as shit. I can do that all day with literally anyone. I do not need to go on a dating app to ask people what they're doing or how their day is. Like I could ask literally i could just hit up facebook and and message all my friends from high school hey how are you doing like that is a big waste of time i don't care how you're doing to be honest with you i really i really don't i don't know you yet so like i don't care so someone has slid in with a hey you can message back hey and then mention something from their bio or if there's someone you want to message you would slide in some good opening lines are like bring up something they mentioned in their bio because obviously they'll want to talk about that and it will be a nice little <laughs> So let me give you some examples, okay? So say their bio says like looking for a stepmom for my dog. <laughs> I feel like a lot of them say that and that's kind of cute. So I would slide in and say, hey, I'm looking to submit my application for stepmom to your, to your dog. <laughs> People like that. People think that's funny. And it just gets the conversation going, right? If they have no bio and you want to message them, you could slide in with any type of question. They hey first. I may say hi. I'm just wondering what is your favorite kind of soup? Because people are going to be confused as shit as to why you asked that and like you can tell a lot about a person from their favorite kind of soup uh for example it will tell you what kind of soup they like and if they say plain tomato soup <laughs> absolutely no absolutely no the correct answer is chicken noodle okay everyone knows that i also like french onion but definitely definitely chicken noodle is like the standard answer and if their answer is anything but that they're wrong <laughs> no anyway um but you could ask them any type of question as the conversation is rolling, what I like to do is I want to suss out their vibe. I feel like I need to make certain that they are not an anti-masker. So I do that me personally by being like, oh, I just got this really cute mask. It's like silk or whatever. I did get a silk mask actually, it's super cute. And that gives them the opportunity to say, because anti-maskers are very loud about the fact that they are anti-maskers. So they will take any opportunity to tell it to you, I feel. And if you can't get them to put on a mask, how are you gonna get them to put on a condom? <laughs> and also we don't fuck with anti-maskers. I'm so sorry, but it, I, we, we just simply don't. I also like to make sure that they're not just Trumpies once I'm in the conversation. And I will personally just be super fucking sh straight up because if we're thinking about meaning, 
I just want to make sure that you agree with me about the basic human rights. So like Black Lives Matter. I didn't mention that in the bio section, but I do put BLM, like Black Lives Matter in my bio. So that way people know it and I'm really clear about that. So when you're planning to meet, so here's the thing. I'd like to meet up with my Tinder matches kind of soon because I feel like the longer you talk on the app, the higher the expectations get and the more nervous every person involved kind of gets. So I would say meet up within the next few days. I would say you shouldn't be available for the same day only because that kind of sets a precedent that you have absolutely nothing going on and that you're just available all the time. And we're not available all the time. We have things to do. We're busy. But I would say within the next couple of days and your date, I say date, but like get together should be in the middle of the day. It should not be at night because at night is our prime time to do fun things. And if this is your first time meeting up with this person, what if they suck and you've wasted your prime time on like a Friday night out with this person when you could have been out with someone you actually like or literally like just alone in bed. But I just feel like they don't deserve your prime time until you've figured out the vibe and figured out if you like them or not. My go-to locations for the first like get together are a walk or a coffee shop. This is because they're both really public spots. So if you get there and you're like, absolutely not, it's very easy for you to leave. And like, here's the thing, you don't want to link too easy. I don't mean that you don't want to sleep with them too soon. I mean that you don't want to give someone your time until you know that they're not a fucking serial killer. Some people, like men will offer to like come to my home the first time we meet. I could kill people. What if I kill people? And you've just stepped right into my lair. That's not safe. So you need to assume that everyone's a serial killer until proven otherwise, okay? Just for safety reasons, because people are fucking crazy. You've discussed the date, you're ready for the date. I will tell you guys, no, put this in your notepad in bold. Do not give anyone your phone number, your real phone number. Do not give it because you can tell a very, very lot about a person from their phone number. So what you should do is make a phone number on Google Voice, or if Google Voice is not available in your country, use that little texting app that we all use in middle school called like Text Me or Text Free or Text Plus. I know you guys all used it. Like I used it every time my mom would like confiscate my phone. I go on my iPod touch and download Text Plus so I could text my friends. Get a number from that, use that and give that to your Tinder dates. Because then if anything goes awry, you don't have to worry about blocking him. They could just get a new number. And that way, if they try to look you up on anything, that phone number isn't connected to like any of your personal accounts for anything. So it's not a super big risk. So you've given them the, the text plus phone number because we're staying safe. You're getting ready for the date or the get together. I keep calling it date. It's not really, it's whatever the fuck you want to call it when you're meeting them for the first time. What are you going to wear? You're going to wear something comfortable. Something comfortable. Because, okay, first of all, what if you have to run away? <laughs> No, that's like worst case scenario. But I mean, wear something comfortable because you don't even know this person yet. Why waste your energy? Most of the time, if it's just gonna be a casual thing, like why are you getting all dressed up? Unless you wanna get dressed up. If you wanna get dressed up, you should get dressed up. I support that 100%. Me personally, I do not like to get dressed up. I do jeans, a t-shirt, some lip gloss. But do what makes you comfortable, okay? I also don't like to wear makeup because it's just going to get smudged everywhere. Moving along. You're going to tell someone who you are going with and you're going to send them a photo of the person. That way if anything goes wrong, they know where you're supposed to be and what the person looks like. You can tell it to your friends friend, your mom, the lady at the corner store you tell all your problems to, your favorite teacher. <laughs> no, that's weird. Your dog groomer, literally anyone, just tell them where you're going and who you're going with and roughly how long you should be. What I do is I go on Facebook Messenger and I'll turn on my live location when I'm actually going to the place. So that way if it's like to one of my friends, so that way if it's like super, super sus, they have my location, I can relax. Gotten ready. You're going to the date, the get together. As you're arriving to the get together, you talk to them like, hi, how are you? Da, da, da. You're going to say that you have something to do later. So this way, if it sucks, you have an easy out. You could say, oh, I have to pick up my friend later on, or, you know, I have a meeting later today, something. So that if the day starts going awry, 
you can say okay i have to go pick up my friend now and it's not awkward for the person like knowing that you just made up an excuse you already have your excuse planned out and then if you're enjoying the date and you want it to last longer you could say oh my friend got another ride so we can keep hanging out you see very important to say that now before you go anywhere with them i need you in the conversation to find a place to say no to something that they they say they request this is because sometimes people don't take no very well and if you're at the walk or the coffee shop in public like i had suggested since you're following along in class and you're all a plus students you're listening your listening ears are on you would have heard that we are going to the public place so you're in the public place you've said no if they start to get disrespectful about you saying no or get offended like personally offended that you said no to something then you'll know that they are not a person that you want to be spending time with i just feel like that's a good way to weed out some of the dick bags you want to you know go home with them they've met the quota they're good enough you're going to take them home don't take them to your real home again they could still be a serial killer you've done some precautions but i mean serial killers can pretend to be normal for like you know 30 or 40 minutes it's, it's not that hard they can pretend to be normal for a long time so you don't want to show them exactly where you live that is just not safe i don't think so me personally i don't bring anyone to my house i don't bring very many people to my house fucking ever like very few people have actually been to my home or know where i live unless i've been seeing them for like years like a year plus i don't bring them to my house that obviously differs by by you know each person but where i live alone and in the middle of the fucking woods pretty much <laughs> like the middle of nowhere i feel like it's again very like for me it's very important not to bring people to my house for a very long time um you may be different it's all about what you're comfortable with but don't bring them to your house at first okay and you don't want to go to their house for the very first time either because again if they're a serial killer you've walked right into their lair and and then somebody's gonna have to put your photo on the news and what if they pick a bad photo no <laughs> but i feel like it's good to go to a hotel it's like a nice neutral ground and the walls are usually thin so they could hear you screaming if necessary i know this sounds also cynical but it's just that i want everyone to be safe and you should definitely have fun you should definitely do anything that you want to do with your own body but i also don't want anyone to die i love you all and um this is a podcast doesn't have very many listeners so what if one of you kicked the bucket that would not be good i just want to make sure that safety is everyone's number one priority because it always it always should be above anything else pop quiz on the safety features for the date okay so in the messages you made sure they're not an anti-masker you've gone somewhere in the middle of the day that's very public you've told someone who you're going to see and have sent them a photo of that person you have maybe or maybe not turned on your live location and sent it to one of your friends you have found a place in the day to say no and you have not gone back to their place or your place you've gone to somewhere neutral like a hotel now who pays for the hotel this is obviously up to you i think a 50 50 split is kind of fair if it's the first time because you don't know them you don't know if you're going to see them again if they offer to pay though they can fucking pay but i don't think you should offer to pay for the whole thing i think it should be like a 50 50 at least okay again totally up to you me personally 50 50 or they pay i'm absolutely not paying for all of it although i would like to use my rewards card if you do this frequently you should definitely get a rewards card so i also just really quickly want to talk about safe sex you should very you should always have safe sex you should always get tested for stis every month at least if you are you know hooking up with multiple people you should always use a condom on the first time you meet them because you can't fucking trust them they could be serial killers but they also could have stis and they could know about it and not care or worst of all they could have never been tested ever and just lied about it to you a nice tip is if you plan to sleep with them the first day you meet them in the messages you should say hey i only have sex with con mom if that's a deal breaker for you 
then this isn't going to work out because that way you're setting the example. It's not an awkward conversation when it comes to the time and you've set your boundary. Uh, but if they give you any shit and be like, oh, if they try to convince you, just fucking walk away because that is the most childish behavior. It's like you're trying to get a fucking toddler to put on a Halloween costume when they don't want to because like, oh, it's hot. It's itchy. That's disgusting, man. Put it on or don't put it on. But if you don't put it on, I'm leaving, you know, gauge that it's safe for you to say that you could also just leave. One time I felt like it wasn't safe for me to just say no and leave. So I pretended I had diarrhea <laughs> so I could leave. <laughs> I, I God, it's not funny. I looked at this man and I grabbed my stomach like hunched over and I said, oh my God, I think I just got the diarrhea. And then I left. So you could use that little trick if you ever have to use it. You can put that in your little back pocket. You know, you know, you know. But that is all I have to say about Tinder. I feel like I have droned on and on and on. But a lot of you guys on TikTok had a lot of questions about Tinder. And I just felt like I had so fucking much to say. So I made it the first episode really quick before we end this. I just want to say a quick little thing about being single. Because I personally absolutely love being single. I think it's really great. And I want to give you guys a perspective that you've, if you follow me on TikTok, you've heard me say it, but that you may not have heard. Because going on dating apps and things like that, it's not always to find somebody to date long-term. It could just be to find somebody to have fun with for, you know, a little bit. Me personally, I love to be single because I do not have, I just absolutely do not have the emotional fucking capacity to give a shit about somebody else 100% of the time. You always have this in the back of your mind that every decision you make has to be at least considering this other person and everything you do has to at least consider this other person. You have to make so much time to spend with them. And I feel like when you're still growing as a person and you're still figuring out what you want to do and how you want to live, that can kind of be a hindrance because it will obviously impact the decisions that you make and it may not impact them in a way that is best for you and your growth and i just think that's not cool i again i'm just selfish i guess and i would like all of my free time and all of my free money and all of my free emotional um bandwidth to go to myself and not to somebody else there's always gonna be time to get with people and there's always gonna be time to find somebody today okay? there's always gonna be time to work on yourself yeah but i think it's very important that you work on yourself first and you get to the person that you want to be you need to figure out first who you are before you want to get in a relationship here's the thing if you don't know who you are as a person like if you don't know what you want out of life and i don't mean the material things i mean like what kind of impact do you want to leave on the world what kind of person you are i don't mean good or bad i mean who are you when no one's in the room these are very important things for you to know to know your core values your core beliefs all these things are important to you all your goals before you start looking for someone to spend your life with or to date long term because you need to make sure that your values and all these things match up with theirs because if i feel like if you get together when you're younger sorry i'm not coming for you like high school or university sweethearts but like if you get together when you're younger you've not fully grown into the person that you're going to be and yes of course we're growing all the time like i get that but you haven't even figured out where you want to go you don't even have a destination you don't even have a direction and if you don't have that before you know it you could end up living this person's life with them instead of living your own life and being with them i just don't want large life decisions to be heavily influenced by somebody who like turns out five years down the road they're absolutely jackass i think you should always make decisions for you and when you're single you can do that uh, with no stress you can do anything you want and that's that that's my little my little spiel about that i just I, I needed somebody to listen to it so thank you i've been fucking harping on this for a long time and i just i just needed to get that out there it was very important so besties i hope that you enjoyed this very first episode i hope that you suffered through this horrible audio quality i promise i am doing my best and i will get better i just need you to please 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 be patient if you want to be featured in any new episodes you can email me like voice clips or videos or you know written things <laughs> any kind of stories you want to tell literally anything that you think is kind of cool that you want to put in the podcast 
And if you want to stay anonymous or where they like people can find you, just email it to being their besties with an S at outlook.com. And I hope that you like the show. And I'm gonna release another episode right after this. You're gonna get two episodes in the first week. So let me know what you think. I love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic fantastic day and thank you for putting up with the sound of my voice for the better part of an hour i appreciate you i love you